Another all-time high in just the past 24 hours, Bitcoin is growing in ways not even imagined probably by its creator in the original white paper 13 years ago. For more on what's to come, I'm delighted to welcome my partner in crime, Ben Kassler, my co-pilot, if you will. He's head of research and strategy and our summit partners at AAX. Ben, can you believe it? We've been, we've been working on this for months. We had anticipated this and we were like just working towards this moment and here we are. Yes, this is an early morning and I'm very excited. You know, it's, it's really great because every day, you know, Angie, we're in touch sometimes on, on, the, on the media side. And, you know, every day we're watching the markets and the prices. And I think this is a good moment midst bull market to sit down, um, you know, and instead of talking about price projections, we're actually talking about, you know, the prospect of Bitcoin as a global currency and the actual implications of that and the significance. And I think uh, it's a good time to remember that, especially now that we're in the bull market. I mean, I think that th that's why we wanted to put this summit together. It was more than just, you know, the price movements up or down. It's really to understand the macro concepts that are driving Bitcoin and crypto adoption. Um, and, you know, even just these conversations about what's happening in El Salvador, what's happening in emerging markets, and what's happening with remittances and having critical percentages of GDP erased away by fees. And what would happen if we could recover that with the ease of Bitcoin and crypto? Um, ben, I want to bring in the audience. I mean, they have been um, participating in our polls. They and, and guys, if you see that uh, QR code on the side, please participate in our polls. We've got a number of polls that we're curious about what your thoughts are. Um, and also some questions from the audience. But Ben, I, I want to I tell you about this one. Um, from Raj, uh, around the world, all assets and currencies are measured against the USD. And he asks, Ben, and I wonder what you think of this. Do you think that it's time that we measure USD in Bitcoin, which he thinks is superior and non-inflationary asset? And when will Bitcoin become a global reserve currency, which is pretty much what, what our panelists were talking about? I mean, maybe it's not timely yet to uh, to measure the dollar and Bitcoin. You know, it's it's going to be a little bit difficult, even if you work in Sats. Um, but I think we are taking the steps, right? So it's very tempting to think, okay, how can we get there quickly? Just like with price, uh, but the reality is, of course, a gradual process. So uh, the fact that people are asking the question and the fact that we're talking about this, I think, is one of those steps. Um, you know, I think this uh, a summit like this is where we kind of. Um, weaponize, we arm our, ourselves with the right words and the right arguments so that we can actually bring about the reality and then we can reprice uh, the world. Arming ourselves with education and information right now. Well, you are going to be my color commentator as we go throughout this summit. So Ben, thank you so much for that and we'll touch base with you soon. But coming up, what a great conversation, really, to wrap up this global virtual summit, Bitcoin and beyond. Now, thousands of you have been participating. You have been sharing your opinions with us. You've been participating in our polls. So I got to tell you what you all think, okay? Um, we've got opinions coming from thousands of you from around the world, 85 countries and counting. So the first poll, is there a role for regulators in the future of finance. Can you guess? What y'all what y'all think? Well, there you go. Yeah. 57.1% of you 
definitely thought there is a role for regulators. It is, it is a role that uh, increasingly we are seeing not only from the US but around the world as more and more people engage and so many of you, the majority of you think that, that there absolutely is a role. Uh, and so I guess it, it all sums up to this, the future of finance. What do you think, who do you think it belongs to? The future of finance belongs to dot, 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 cryptocurrencies. 70.2% of you believe Despite the panel discussion and debate on maximalism versus diversification, where we all started with Bitcoin, there is a future that includes everyone. So Ben, I want to bring you back here for this final stretch. Ben Caslin here, head of research at AAX and our co-partners here. You know how we started this discussion today talking about El Salvador, I guess, and, and really the potential of that development to shape Bitcoin's narrative. But I'm interested, after all we've heard today, do you think it also has the potential to change the way the global financial systems are run? I mean, generally, I um, <clears throat> sometimes Bitcoin is presented as a kind of panacea, so a medicine that just kind of works for everything. And I agree with it kind of at a basic level, which is the idea that if you fix the money, you fix the world. Um, but really what we're, what we're doing is um, addressing a whole lot of issues at the same time. And there's a lot of different people working in, in different sectors in society and uh, even they have different approaches. And so I think Bitcoin, what it now offers is a kind of common denominator, something we can share, something we can all get behind, something that's non-sovereign, something that's non-partisan. And that's what I can hear throughout all these conversations is generally, yes, people don't always agree on every single point, but um, there is some, some great support and momentum that's building up. So El Salvador is, is one example, and we can see more countries coming into, into Bitcoin. Um, we can see regulators. I don't say want to say war, warming up to Bitcoin, but I, I think regulators are having some, they have temperatures. And so some of them warm up to Bitcoin and others don't. Um, also, that, that, that poll is quite interesting, right? The question um, is the future, uh, sorry, are, are regulators part of the, the future? So I think it's an interesting outcome. 57% says yes. However, I think that many of the regulators that will be in that future maybe have not been born yet. And so we're talking about like, you know, a long-term process with new generations that are coming into the space and some of them, you know, want to, they grow up and they want to be a regulator. Um, that's possible, right? Go to school. Some want to be a policeman. Others want to be a regulator. It's great. But, but uh, you know, we will grow up in a different world. And I, I think it is a, a, um, a more decentralized world. So, um, yes, it's all part of the same process. Well, it is. It, it was such a great journey to share with you and with everyone and all our incredible panelists, really an all-star cast. Um, one of the things that really struck me was, I think uh, to have some of the most powerful voices and leaders in blockchain in the same panel together, really riffing off of each other was incredible to see. Ben, thank you so much for co-piloting with me. And audience, it's not the end, it's only the beginning. All of the Bitcoin and beyond content is going to be seen and broadcast and available on forecast.news website. You know where it is, www.forecast.news.
forecast.news. And thank you to all of our viewers who've stuck through with us here, joining us, the thousands of you from 85 countries. I'm going to just read them off here. It's incredible. Uh, Bangladesh, Congo, Ecuador, Ghana, Vietnam, Mongolia, Kyrgyzstan, so many more. Thank you for being part of this conversation. Thank you for being part of this journey. And thank you for being part of this exciting digital revolution.